they say that spooky month is coming. Well, so is all the pee. And if you're counting bodies, that soggy boy is me. The Travi is off this week. But they'll still have a powwow. I'll see you babies next time. The dub bot starts right now. WFOD. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL on the Twitters. Hello. Hello. And guys, filling in for Travis, who is under the weather this week, uh, we have Jody B from the Po Boys podcast. Hello, Jody. Hey. No, I'm not filling in. Nobody could ever fill the popcorn bitch, Duke of Denim, Man of Spice, Zoom Daddy, Hustlin' Hulse. I got, got all Final alligator. All. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's there's a something lot. about a panther. Is jaguar impressive. Jaguar. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Coach T. I think he said another one like last week that uh, they called him like Ice Bucket or something. I, I, ice, the guy's got a lot of fucking in. nicknames, Jody. I'd say too many. Too many yeah. nicknames. Guys, coming up after the break, we are going to be talking to Brett McCormick. He is a filmmaker. Uh, he made a bunch of movies in like the 80s and 90s that are coming out now on Blu-ray. Look great. I watched uh, Replicator, Jody. Replicator is yeah. a revelation. So uh, looking forward to talking to him. Drunk, um, we are a podcast. We are independently funded, but uh, some podcasts, they they aren't. Right. And uh, since we have Jody here, I thought Jody would get a kick out of this. Jody, did you see all of the... Uh, the stuff going on with uh, uh, Podcast One and uh, all, all the uh, the shenanigans uh, with I that. I heard. Is this the thing that Theo Vaughn was talking about, where somebody like fucked him out of money and? Well, uh, a whole bunch of people got fucked out of money apparently. Okay. And now there's a. Uh, they, they, so, I have a couple of Theo Vaughn clips. Uh, I guess I'll have to fill in some blanks here, but I wanted to. We've been you- fucked out of money. I don't. We haven't. No, no. Uh, like uh, I'm calling Spotify tomorrow. Yeah. No. Like if 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 they want to give us money, they just call me. I don't have like a guy. But yeah. So uh, Theo Von. I got a couple of Theo Von clips. We here. had a deal with this company, right? And and it was started off good, and then it started to get where we were getting less of our payments. And we were reading the ads. We do the ads, you know. We read them out loud, and we and and you guys support some of them, and thank you. Cast Media, with a K, sold their company to Podcast One. And so then all of the podcasts on Cast Media are like, hey, man, you owe us, like, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Because he just stopped paying them. So were they doing, like, the poop culture thing where they were just raking up fucking endorsements and stuff and then only giving them, chucking them back a little bit and going, there's well, your money, kid, yeah. have a nice day. So I would imagine that a big part of Podcast One buying cast media is, hey, we have the Ovan show. Hey, we have uh, yeah. uh, the fighter and the kid. and They're just Vince McManning, everybody now. They're just buying up all the little territories. Yeah, we have uh, um, Jim Cornette's show, uh Jim Cornette's garage. The Kelsey's, Burton Tom, I'm sure. Two Bears, One Cave. I, I don't know about that one. But, I, hate it so uh, much. I like Jim Cornette, though. Might check that out. They tell me that if you come over to our new network, over to this new network. So this is funny, Jody, because uh, 
so they they've already disputed hey you owe me a bunch of money and then the sure. sale happens and then they're like okay well if you come over to this other place yeah we'll give you uh stock options or well, something yeah, that's well, how they do joe rogan they did everybody else they go ah you yeah, know we you know, all the money up front we'll give you some later kid what's 100 million dollars they tell me that if you come over to our new network over to this new network podcast one that will pay you some of what you're owed in stock. And so then uh, Jim Cornette's telling the same story, Jody. He's paying attention to the stock price. Didn't you tell yeah. me that if Live won the parent company stock, is it a dollar something? You'd have to have a suitcase to buy dinner with these this fucking stock. <laughs> and if it goes any lower, they could lose the opportunity for people to fucking... Trade them on NASDAQ because it's so fucking cheap. Yeah. So they're all pretty hot, Jody. These uh everybody's just playing too hard, too fast, man. This is crazy. And so then uh Coffeezilla, Jody, are you familiar with Coffeezilla? Not an ounce. Now he's on the case. And I'll tell you what, that Coffeezilla, he got on Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of the Pauls that was sure. doing something. You don't want to fuck with that Coffeezilla guy because he'll come get you. Uh, he got the cast media guy and this cast media guy gives an explanation about what's happening. And I'm not a smart man, but I don't understand any of these words. I think these are just, this is just like word salad, but uh, this is, this is his explanation about where oh, let's count the buzzwords. I bet there's going to be a bunch where everybody's money is. Yeah, we'll do dings every you know, time we built an money. infrastructure at Cast that I wasn't in tremendously proud of. I believe that over the years we generated better revenue for creators um, paid them out more than other podcasts would necessarily be able to because we invested heavily in infrastructure. <laughs> infrastructure! Individualized approach. Anecdotally. Um, he just said anecdotally, like, as a sentence in itself that went yeah. nowhere. <laughs> that was a nice, fluffy stream of bullshit right there, guys. It's weaving. Where's the fucking money, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the podcast game ain't easy. It's yeah, you know, easy. merges and acquisitions and uh, funds and sl and slushes and stuff. Speaking of podcasts, uh, I watched a lot of the uh, Larry Sinclair saying he blew Obama thing. I don't believe him. Uh, the, Did he start a podcast, Mike? Because that would be great. No, some would, other would you blow Obama. Uh, some other podcast had him in and asked the question that Tucker didn't ask, which I felt was newsworthy and that we needed to mention it, and that is the obvious one. What's Obama's dick look like, right? Oh, I'm sure he's uncut. You think he's uncut? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jody, do you have so. predictions? I'm going to say cut. He seems like a nice put-together individual. He didn't have time to pull back the skin. He's just fucking... Now, for sure. what I did... Half white. He's obviously cut. For uh, he, He's other half Muslim, too, though, right? Brevity's sake, Jody, Ooh, I cut out all the other people just so that we could get to the important part. So this is all pretty much Larry Sinclair explaining Obama's dick and two parts have any is this of a new game is this turn? mike is this america's what? new game show oh Can what does obama's dick look like cut or uncut <laughs> yeah man yo yo man hold on hold on hold on man y'all got to turn them radios up y'all got to turn them up turn them radios up cut or uncut uh, should I start with the cut one? Because I ha have the length first, but I'll just get to the cut part yeah. first. Then we'll do length. Guys know what I'm talking about. Some women might, some women might not. You're either cut or you're uncut. In Word. Barack's particular case, it almost appears as if he's uncut because there's a little play, but not completely covered. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In other words, yeah. the skin doesn't... Alien dick. Thank you. So we were both right. He's got regular dick. No, he's got no foreskin, but he's just big enough that it kind of bunches up around the head. Not like a turtleneck, but like a hoodie. How it bunches up in the back. Drunk. Over under, let's say six and a half. Oh, You're taking the over under. Over. You're going to go over six and a half. I think that's racist <laughs> for you to assume that. <laughs> I said it was a good Have number. Any of you? I'm going to take the over two. <laughs> black man with a white boy's dick. For those of you who haven't, everybody assumes that a black man has this humongous, thick, long anaconda dong. Um, so what I said at the press club is a black man with a white boy's dick, meaning pretty close 
to what you were saying. Pencil dip. Oh, so no. long and skinny. No, he said it wasn't even that long. To me, pencil dick's long and skinny. Yeah, pencils are pretty long. Whereas, you know, I'm more tuna can. Yeah, if you said crayon oh, dick, then I'd you're be a more like chubby that. short boy. Yeah. You're like a Danny DeVito. Yeah. Damn, we get over under pencil dick. That didn't really answer the question. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's very vague still. I, I feel like the half no, cut, half honest, uncut I'm, I'm thing. I'm going to assume that it's over. Let's yeah. just say over. We both win. Ding, That's ding, pretty ding. specific. Now, Obama just needs to show us all his dick so that he can prove or not unprove that that guy's telling the truth. Facts. It's the only way to do it. Didn't show they do that with Michael Jackson? I never watched any of those documentaries. I don't believe none of that shit for a second. But didn't one of the kids at one point, they were just like. Described his dick. And then he had to show the cops his dick to see if it matched. At the end. That's how they investigated. They said, well, you're just going to have to show us your dick. They should just have a dick registry so that like. Uh, that's how you can. Uh, that's how Have you can tell people. Dick? <laughs> just mug shots. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Point the dick out. We'll we'll ju- we'll know if you're telling the truth or not if you can describe the dick. <laughs> I'm just thinking of dick mug shots. They got the Peronis and stuff now. So like some of them are gonna be dead on down the hole, but some of them are gonna be like looking way to the left like this. And then Jody, if you do dick crimes. You could just add like a distinguishing characteristic later on in the game to get away yeah, with like it. Like a face tattoo on my dickhead? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You just add that in post. That way, you know, certainly they would mention the dick tattoo. And if, if they didn't, then they must not have seen it. That's Ooh. what I've done all these years, Jody. I've kept my dick a secret. That way no one can describe it. That's what I say, too. My dick only does live shows. Not really across the internet dick. I don't take pictures of it. It's not really worth showing. Drunk, you ever take a picture of your dick? Drunk seems like he'd take a picture of his dick. He's I, he's thinking. I feel like back in the you know the uh, like Yahoo chat days, I webcammed my dick. You webcammed it? Like were you? That doesn't even count. Those cameras were so blurry; it was almost like a sensor bar on cops. Anyway, like ah, you could. So then, no. you'd have to you, at least in the Razor days. What was that Motorola Razor? They had yeah. pretty good pictures. You taking a Razor Razor days and up picture of your dick? Nope. Drunk, explain this webcam and your dick thing. It was a long time ago. I don't even remember. Well, it seems like more like a short time ago. Oh, (laughs) I was the last skinnier man back then. Yeah, I wouldn't be a show your dick kind of guy. That just doesn't fit my personality much. To see your dick, I mean, show me your dick. Uh, I'm gonna play a news clip. You tell me what went wrong. Uh, Okay. All right, if you have a sensitive stomach, a warning about this next story mm-hmm. here. We're learning new details about what forced a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta, Barcelona to turn around Friday night in mid flight. I saw this on social media yesterday. <laughs> I swear I thought it was Somebody a gross boo-boo joke. All over the no joke, but it is disgusting. Foul. What do you think? Somebody boo booed all over the seat. Boo booed all over the seat is what boo-boo. drunk uh, says. Um, Jody, do you have a guess? I mean, it would make the news. Like, did somebody. Atomic have a- diarrhea. Yeah, somebody had a baby in the seat or like a runny tampon or something. Do you like, think that the guy would say that it was really disgusting if it was a baby? Probably not, right? I would. It's pretty gross. <laughs> it's all kinds of juices and fluids and stuff. You don't want that while you're at 30,000 feet. According yeah. to an airline here, the passenger experienced explosive diarrhea all the way through the plane. The pilot reported this as a biohazard <laughs> issue to flight control. The flight turned around over central Virginia, returned to Atlanta more than two hours after its departure. Delta says the flight was delayed just over eight hours. Where were they going? And landed in Barcelona without further... Barcelona. Uh, That's in Spain, I think. You you know, if you're two hours in, I'd say just power through, right? God damn, man. If you have to go back two hours... That's what I was thinking. If they're going to New York, just fucking go. Yeah, just wipe it down the best you can. Damn, man. But, yeah, ba- Barcelona. Barcelona. That's a... What <laughs> is explosive diarrhea? Like, in my mind, when I think explosive diarrhea, I mean, like, with enough force that it could move you. Like, if you were standing well, on a I mean, skateboard... it depends on what you're wearing, too. If you're wearing a pair of slacks, not so bad. If you're wearing yeah. a pair of Umbros or something... It sounds like the guy just panicked. And he was like, oh, my God, what do I do? And he ran all the way to the front and then all the way back to the back. And there was just poop everywhere. And at the end of that clip, which I cut it off, uh, he urges everybody to go look at the poop pictures online. 
uh, because they're not going to show the poop pictures, but you can find them. We didn't show it to you, but there's stuff all down there, the aisle. You can find it on social. There's a lot. Like It wasn't just like little turd nuggets down the aisle. I, I, I didn't go look them up, but you can. Drunk, it was a solid line of shit. Like, it's just a streak of shit that went from the back of the plane to the middle of the like plane. Where fucking doggy dragged it. Doggy I'm not even sure what happened. Like, I don't understand how how that your, precise your of a trail of shit comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lily will do a scoot here and there. Like a doggy drag. Yeah. No, it was like a leak, like a leaky bottle of shit that just started in the back. And that's what I said, too. Like, what kind of pants was this guy? I thought it was a woman. When I talked about it before, I was like, this is some gal who shit the plane, and she just leaked. I don't know what it was. Yeah. They they didn't release the identity of the person. That's how you know it was a woman, because if it was a guy, they would have released this picture the <laughs> next day. <laughs> Look at this fucking retard. He ate showed, they they showed him and kicking him off up. the plane. Way to go. Yeah, you, you had to have that third Duncan before you left. <laughs> yeah, they flew back to Atlanta. I hope they threw shit at him the whole time while you sat there with his hoodie wrapped around his waist, just covered in shit. You definitely Man. can't get back on that plane, right? No, if you're a shit no, guy. I don't. I think you got to leave the airport. I think officially you have to like leave for the day and then come check back in later. You need to go handle a lot of situations. <laughs> you imagine sitting there for two hours. Everybody's on a plane going to Barcelona. You shit the you shit the plane. They have to turn around and then like you have to sit there with all those people, knowing that they all have to turn around. Oh man, I jump out of the plane. Fuck it. I'd rather take my chances because I'm gonna get stabbed when we get back to fucking Atlanta. Guys, what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk to Brett McCormick. Uh, he and we're not a, gonna shit the plane. Made Replicator. Guys, Replicator. A, a genius. Stick around. All right, here we go. WFOD will return. When I turn the power on, a special transmitter attached to the headset will begin to send carefully calibrated radio waves. You will in turn begin to have sexual thoughts, which will then travel through the headset where it's converted to video. Any questions? Will I get a Woody, sir? The Pentagon is spending a fortune on this project, and I want to see what we're spending it on. X-ray specs. Prepare for phase two of the operation, Doctor. The replicator project? Yes, sir! I can replicate an entire platoon of ass-kicking gung ho Louise. Except once they get there, they turn into bimbos! Military establishment doesn't really have a practical use for an assault force made up of genetically altered women with large breasts. Long. Pretty little bastard. Schools. Oh. Here is Mike with a quick update on the WFOD Hollywood Fantasy League. Delvin Cox and Not Safe for Water Coolers are now done. Delvin with 117 points and Jim with 62. None of our stuff has opened yet because the Dubfod boys live for October. The Exorcist moved their release up to avoid Taylor Swift, which may be smart for that, but also may be bad because it moves it farther from the Devil's Night. We'll see you soon. Stay tuned. Cameo is a normal everyday fella. What makes his story unique is the cast of kooky characters he encounters along the way. These are the adventures of Kevin Cameo. Hey, you pooch. Aren't you a cute little guy? Gee, I hope that fat bastard doesn't try to pet me. I can't day he's he's Where are you going? Come here so I can pet you. I may be a dog, but don't pet me, you fat bastard. Here's drunk with a look at the weather. Just when you thought the heat was over, that bitch Mother Nature said not today. Global warming, who'd have thunk it? 
Now back to the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program. guest tonight is a director and author celebrating the re-release on Blu-ray of a couple of his classic titles, including The Abomination and Replicator. For more information, check out his website at texasschlock.com. Guys, Brett McCormick is on the program. Brett, I I watched your movie today. Which one? Replicator. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Brett. <laughs> Love wordplay. That is that is high level art there, sir. Brett, Brett, that was, that was a fun time. That movie. I'm really curious how we got here because that movie you made that movie in 1998. That it came out for the first time in '98, but we actually shot it in September of '95. Oh, geez. What took so long to get it out? post-production stuff uh well politics it, do you want to things used to take longer you. back in the 90s mike don't you remember being a kid <laughs> <laughs> we had to wait for shit and people had to mail stuff yeah yeah <laughs> a different time it was definitely a different time uh i was doing five films in, in 1995 and um replicator got squeezed in between biotech warrior and rumble in the streets because we had a refrigerator full of short ends. And um, well, I asked the, the short ends, to, is that, that like pieces of film? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Pieces of 35 millimeter movie film that were left over from a previous production. So uh, I wanted to use those and I was trying to make five films uh, within a year. And uh, I had Keith Jornis, who was a friend of mine, write a script in a week and told him <laughs> we would shoot the movie the week following and that oh, we would try to shoot the film in four days. So the result was Replicator. And I think uh, I read that you reused all the sets from a different movie to make this movie. And you were just like, this, right, this right. is what we, we have. Done, so We had done a movie with Jeff Combs called Time Tracers, which was a time travel picture. And uh, we had bits and pieces of sets and stuff hanging around in the building. And we just kind of recycled them for Replicator. The reptile masks were also from Time Tracers. I love that idea, Mike, just to be thrifty and be like, listen, there's probably a very small Venn diagram of people who are going to watch the Space Laser movie and also Replicator. So like, yeah, who gives a shit? We could use this here and here and maybe one guy will notice. It's fine. Just spray painted a different color. Brett, I, I really appreciated the uh, the large amount of, of boobies in the movie. There was a lot of boobies in I, I appreciated that fact myself. You, when you go to the writer, you said, make sure you put lots of boobies in this movie. I When I went to the writer, I said, I want lots of nudity. I want uh, to use all of the sets and props and masks and things that we have immediately on hand and I want the script within a week. And and he nailed it, Brett. Uh, he the, nailed the guy, it, he man. came through. He did a terrific job. So the movie came out, where did the movie come out originally? Did you, uh, originally, it on uh, it, I, I went immediately from that to making my first film for Roger Corman. So the film that we had shot just kind of sat around for a while. And then a friend of mine named Wynn Winberg, who had a uh, commercial and instructional uh, motion picture business in Arlington, Texas, saw what we had, cut it together. It was only 75 minutes long. And he said, uh, why don't we shoot another 15 minutes to give this thing a better shot at distribution? He told me he would pay to bring Gunnar Hansen and bring Stevens in. So... On two consecutive weekends, we brought those guys into town and shot an additional 15 minutes of material 
which we then cut into the movie and uh, it, had a 90 minute film then. Well, that, that was uh, Leatherface, right? It, yeah, Gunner. Leatherface. That's right. And so you added star power. Well, I wouldn't exactly call it star power, but it was definitely helpful to have a recognizable name in the film. So then, then do you sell the movie or where, where does it end up? When and his father had started a company called Group 2 Entertainment, and they were trying to get into home video distribution. This is like 1996, 97, somewhere in there, 98. And uh, so I told them they could handle it. They had it for about 10 years. I think they got a very limited VHS release. I think they did a little bit of cable sales in Canada, but not really much happened with the film until my friend Glenn Coburn, who's famous for doing Bloodsuckers from Outer Space, he started a company called Whacked Movies, and he put it out again, re-edited it a little bit, and uh, actually got a buzz going about the film. Then afterwards, the Visual Vengeance guys came and said, Man, we love this movie. We want to put it out on Blu-ray, and uh, that's that's where we are today. So that that's the recent one. So yeah. I, I guess then it, it would, you you said a lot of I thinks in there, like you're not really sure. Like, aren't these your babies? You don't know what happened to them. You just put them out in the uh, world. Some people then... aren't very good parents, and, and with these babies, <laughs> I probably was. <love> <laughs> this is the one you just leave in the laundry room. You're like, ah, I'll figure it out. There's a door. So you were just, you were cranking them out and then whatever happened to them happened to them. You just liked making them. The business end of it wasn't uh, well, really your it, thing. It was, I, I was trying to move up the ladder. Okay. I did five films in 1995, hoping that would propel me into the next level. In a sense it did, because as a result of that, I did a couple of pictures for Roger Corman, which although they were super low budget, they were higher budget than what I was accustomed to doing films for in Dallas. But by the time I finished my second film with Roger Corman, another distributor had filed bankruptcy, owing me a bunch of money. Oh. And I just, I, I just got kind of burned out on the business. And, yeah. and for 25 years, I just basically had nothing to do with movies. You fell out of love with the business. Yeah. And so you're retired now, right? You're 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 done. Uh, pretty much, yeah. That didn't sound all that convincing. Yeah, you ever still get the itch, Brett? What are you? Yeah, it sounds like they could they could rope you back in if they really wanted. But he's got a few thoughts rolling around. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. (laughs) Uh, Back in the day, doing a movie like uh, Replicator cost me eighteen grand. Yeah. Uh, Now I could do Replicator for probably a thousand bucks. You know. Uh, because of the digital technology. Oh, sure. You yeah. seem like a person who wants to push the edge, though. Like, if if you were just bored one afternoon and you said, it. "Hey, I could, I bet I could make a movie for a thousand dollars. I bet you could make that happen." Go around and offer okay. people a buck for, for their services. <laughs> hey, do this shit for free. What happened was, I, I, uh, the what the Visual Vengeance guys got in touch with me. They sent a crew down from New Jersey to shoot special features for this release of Replicator. And I met Mark Polonia, and you guys probably know Polonia has done like a hundred features. I liked him. Yeah, I looked at his movies and I thought, oh, this is totally different from what I used to do. Maybe I should learn how to do this. Yeah. So about a year ago, I made a movie for about 350 bucks called Christmas Craft Fair Massacre. And it was basically just <laughs> my student film project to learn how to do digital editing and and capture. I shot it with my cell phone. I edited on software that I downloaded for free online. And uh, when I was done, Rob over at Wild Eye said, yeah, I'll release it. So it got a Christmas release last year. It's available now on Tubi and 
some yeah. other. I thought you said you were retired, Brett. It doesn't sound retired. retired. But this, is, this is a hobby now. Yeah, yeah. It's just for fun. I, I, I don't have to recoup eighteen grand or thirty <laughs> grand or fifty grand anymore. I don't know. I think you could almost set up a GoFundMe and just call that movie Investigator and put a dash in between <laughs> it, make everybody else pay for it. I could probably do that. Yeah, Brett. When when you come from that world of of like a splicing together stuff you have in a freezer and and like using old sets and stuff it, it, it's almost child's play now to do all this stuff digitally and stuff isn't it it, you- it was amazingly easy yeah the <laughs> the non-linear aspect of it makes it infinitely easier right than you, what, what we had to do i, I, I mean like I, I i i probably can't but i i see the things that people are making now and i say oh, i could i could do that uh, like you know, well, what's kept what's kept you from doing? That, that's a good point. That's a good point. But you know, you 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 see, uh, like Replicator, and you say, I couldn't build that set. That looks complicated. Like you know, doing right. it back in there, he couldn't do all that. It's a whole lot of work. But now you just you get out your phone, Jody. You just have you have a. Uh, that's what the new Apple products are saying is that you can. Everybody's got a green movie. screen. I, Brett might be sitting in a bathroom right now. I don't know. He could be on a green screen with all these nice hardwood books and pretty pictures on the wall and stuff. I'm not. Yeah, I believe <laughs> this, this. This is my room. Yeah, so reach back and touch room. the wall, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go so turn you, the lights off. You have two of your old movies that are getting blu-ray releases and so you didn't have anything to do with they, they came to you with this you weren't like uh well seeking- like i said uh glenn coburn my my buddy from for years now yeah uh released it on dvd replicator and he kind of made a little bit of a splash with it and then his uh option on the film or his uh license of the film was up and glenn is really good friends with rob over at uh visual vengeance and so uh i guess they got to talking about this visual vengeance thing that rob was putting together and uh rob contacted me and wanted to know if he could re-release some of my old movies so he's re-releasing time tracers biotech warrior highway to hell reanimator academy replicator the abomination back of the redneck mutants a lot of the old films i did he's re-releasing and if you're a if you're a physical media person the these uh packages are just beautiful looking i mean they're you know what i i could not be happier about that but oh they they're gorgeous uh, rob rob is just such he, he's clearly he's a fan and he has put a lot of effort and a lot of thought into what kind of a release would a fan like to purchase. Right. And I, he's treated these movies with way more respect than I ever anticipated <laughs> anybody would. Man, isn't that what everybody wants just to not have any bury it for 20 years? And then all of a sudden somebody comes along and goes, Hey, this shit you did a long time ago was pretty awesome. Can I tell other people about it? You go, Yes. That's why I did it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, I think with time, everything becomes a little more respectable, you know? I can't wait uh, till 2050 when people start stumbling across podcasts again. Like, they're going to go away, probably, and then people are like, look at all this. Sure. These assholes used to sit around in their living room and their dining rooms and talk to strangers on the internet for hours on end. Wow. Right. Brett, where where should I send? Is there, like, a like a preferred place I should send people to buy it? Uh, it could be an the, Amazon? The Visual Vengeance site is the way to go yeah. uh, with that. What I've been doing mostly for the last few years is I'm a writer. I, I've published a lot of fiction. I've also published some nonfiction books, one of which is uh, Texas Schlock. It's uh, an in-depth examination of cheesy horror and science fiction films that were shot on incredibly low budgets in Texas beginning in the 50s and going all the way up to the present day. Uh, It's been real popular with fans um, at conventions. And if anyone's interested in buying my books, they can go to texasschlock.com, get a signed copy there, or they can just buy it on Amazon. But as far as the the movies are concerned, uh, the Visual Vengeance website is the place to go. Yeah. Brett, our our, uh, our 
co-host Travis is usually here. He's feeling under the weather. Jody's filling in. He's he's not our typical co-host. And uh, you are the embodiment of a Travis guy. Uh, I think that I you, am. What? Well, I think you and Travis would get along. Are you really calling well. me a travesty? That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he said, Brett. Yeah. It, <laughs> Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you in the future, hopefully we could do this again when Travis is here, because I think that's what I would say, Brett, I appreciate you coming here tonight. I'm not the biggest horror nerd. Travis is a huge horror nerd. And I know that so many much better questions for you. That, that book, that book sounds awesome. Yeah. So (laughs) Brett, we appreciate your time. Good luck with the release, man. And hopefully we can do it again sometime. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So you know what, Jody? Yeah. Sometimes Mike makes me do things. <laughs> Did he make you touch wieners again? I told him to stop making you do that, but he insists. Cola and titties ranks one to ten. Drunk has been real patient, Travis. Drunk he loves titties. Cola and titties ranks one to ten. One to ten. Drunk rubs his areolas Cause he's the king of colas Drunk rubs his areolas And then he rates some colas Yeah So some jack-off had to put this Y3000 on the Discord the other day Yeah, and then I had immediately went out and bought it Um yep. Cause you, know that, you know who that jack-off is, Jody? Is it Rob? Oh, I thought it was you, actually. Yeah, <laughs> It wasn't me. I don't drink anything but this, classic uh, Coke. Jody, this, this cola was made entirely uh, or in conjunction with a- artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence helped them uh, come up with the Coke so Y3000. It's Y3000 limited edition, futuristic flavored, co-created with... Powered by AI? Yeah, AI came up with it. This soda's been sitting for an hour now. Do you want me to go get you a different one? Are you worried that it's not cold enough? Let's be honest. You weren't going to finish the whole fucking thing anyway. Just take a sip. God damn it. it. Is it cold enough? It's cold enough, right? I mean, I already have an idea. I'll drink warm Coca-Cola. Yeah, cola is good enough. You'll drink it at room temperature. Who gives a shit? New from Coca-Cola Creations. Look into the year 3000 with Coca-Cola Y3000, the first limited edition Coke flavor from the future. I noticed you didn't really get a snoot of it there. You didn't get a good whiff. What does it smell like, Trunk? Take it in. It smells like aluminum. Oh. Now, I don't think this is good, Drunk, but I do think that they are better than the other shitty... Coke creation. It has some flavors. sort of aftertaste. Like Coke Ultimate? Was that the last one you tried? Yeah, there the was an Ultimate and there was the the uh there there's been a whole button Coca-Cola move. Yeah. And there was one that's space flavored. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all suck, but I think this one sucks less. less. Yeah. Not bad. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Three eight. Three eight. <laughs> okay, you bro. I wasn't even gonna waste my time. Thank you, drunk. I mean, it would probably be fine with a little vodka or something. Yeah. But no, I, I, I don't think any of them are good. Maybe a, a little splash of Captain would do the trick. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought that uh-huh. one. Travis wasn't would say, bad. "I wouldn't waste Captain Morgan on that." <laughs> <laughs> Jody, I have a pick of the week that I want to share. Something you want the people to know about Mike? Yeah. You have a, a pick of the week, Jody. Uh, the 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 new album from Wheeler Walker Jr. is it's great, Jody. Now is I it all the way out? It's not. It's, it's, it's all the way out, Jody. And it, is Wheeler it's, Walker the racist? No, no, no. Uh, Wheeler Walker was on the show. Oh, drunk. Uh, He's the guy that makes funny songs, country songs, and he says the whole much. album is start to finish bangers, Jody. Every song, we'll check it out tomorrow. Thank rocks. you. Rocks like he's he's in his rock phase now. I think. Oh, he uh, went full Garth Brooks, like where he's picking up Chris the fucking Gaines. The heavy. Yeah, yeah. No, the, this album it fucks hard. It, it's probably it, it's among it probably his second best. I think his his first album was his best, but this is close 
to his good. I found one of his songs the other day that I didn't know existed. I don't know if it's new or old, but it's called Fucky with the Lights On. Is that on the new album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucky with the Lights On is a bop. They're all bops. The whole I album played it from, from start my to wife. I said, listen, this is Wheel Rules. Walker Jr. You should hear this song. Uh, Jody, do you have a pick of the week? Something you want the people to know about? Uh, my pick of the week is Colt 45. I've uh, <laughs> been drinking a little bit I've been drinking. Not even like to where it's out of control, but to the point that, you know, I like, I've got built a taste and a tolerance, and I like to enjoy myself a fine adult beverage. And with all the beer controversy lately, like, I just drink beer. I don't usually have a preference. I like open cold. That's what I like. Sure. And I don't know. I've always caught shit about light beer. They say, oh, that's piss water. They don't taste like nothing. You know, the same shit you get from anybody. That ain't real beer. Blah, blah, blah. Jerk off. They really do that down in Arkansas? Yeah, all the time. And it's any of them. It's Bush, Coors, Miller, but it doesn't matter what you're drinking. They're like, you do the old piss water bullshit. I don't like well, IPA. Personally, on? I think it tastes like somebody mixed up potpourri and straightened oh, shit out. Oh, yeah, gross. IPA is fucking gross. So I like just regular light lager, Pilsner, whatever the fuck. Anyway, I tried like Modelo and Yingling. Like I'm starting to get a little more flavor profile into my shits. Co 45 is a fine lager malt liquor and it's high proof and it's cheap. Go out and buy yourself a Colt 45. Of course, pour it in a cup and let it breathe for a moment. Cause if you drink it straight out of the bottle, you're going to get gas and your tummy's going to fucking feel terrible, but it's a, it's a fine product. Go fucking support Billy D Williams. Yeah. Jody, I, I, I'm not a big beer guy. But I'll yeah. tell you, among the better beers as far as like beer goes, I I fucks with a Pabst Blue Ribbon. You give me a Pabst like Blue PBR, Ribbon, I'll drink the sure. shit out of it. Uh, it's kind of supposed to taste cheap, I guess, is the thing. If yeah. you're going to get drunk, like I don't want to get drunk and snooty. I want to get drunk. So Have you had that uh, Bush Peach yet? Oh, I tried the apple flavored one, not the peach one. Peach one's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. Pretty good. I'm a Natter Day Saint drunk, so you're preaching to the choir if it's something that tastes <laughs> kind of funny. But Bush hurts my head. I can't fucking drink Bush, Bush, Bush Light, all of it. I drink two, three. Yeah. If, splitting fucking if it's really, really, really cold, it doesn't matter. It's just good. Word. It's fine. Drunk pick of the week? Yeah. No. Drunk's pick of the week. What's the show you've been watching? Drunk is you ran out of ESPN shows. What did you have for lunch today? Oh, my lady's watching this show about fucking frogging the other day. That was fucking wild. Frogging? Yeah. Frog gigging? Like where you stab them? No, where fucking people hide in your attic for fucking months. Oh, frogging hiding in your house? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, that the, show was fucking wild. Dude. We watched a couple of those. Yeah, it creeped me out. There was like people they living in their in attic flight. and stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah. This isn't a thing. Frogging oh, with dude. a pH, yeah, Jody. It's a fucking thing, bro. That's not a thing either. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Frogging hiders in up. my house. I believe it was a lifetime show. Jody, check You're out Frogging Hiders in my house. I think it's on Hulu. My wife usually watches Hulu. Yeah, there is like creepy like homeless people living in your attic and stuff. If there's a homeless guy in my attic. I'm gonna be very upset, Mike. I got. Yeah. I'll be right well, back. You're, you're, you, you, you stay strapped, though, right? <laughs> Jody left. Drunk. He's gonna go look in his attic. J- Jody, stay, there. you stay. You stay. You stay strapped, right? No, I can't own a firearm in the continental United States, drunk. Not oh. anymore. But I, uh, I got a big knife. I'll throw it at you like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Can you own a crossbow? I technically can. I used to think that it was any triggered firearm, but oh. uh, I think crossbow is okay. I can't own like a gun gun, but it's okay. I got these two right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> in the house. So yeah, that's drunk's pick of the week is the frogging, frogging hiders in my house. Yeah, it's uh, it's Ooh. on Hulu, I think. That show fucked I'm, me up. I had to stop man. watching it. I was like, I'm not watching this shit no more. I'm trying to sleep tonight, drunk. There ain't no fucking chance I'm gonna watch that thing. <laughs> Luckily, I live in an apartment, so I know there are people that live above and below me. So, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we did it. Uh, check out Replicator, uh, Jody. There's a uh, lot of boobs in replicator like old i was gonna drop it in there like when he said they re-edited in 1995 or whatever or 99 i was just like they added more titties right because that's what i would do just add more titties and then put them in 4k yeah 4k titties i don't know i feel like 80s was more titties than 90s were so replicate we didn't really even get into what replicator is so it's like a government experiment where they're trying to make the soldiers be able to teleport 
But oh. whenever they try to make the soldiers teleport, they come out as hot chicks. And so they're turning. Mike, why didn't you tell me that? I thought this was like Slaughter House or no, fucking... no. So, so the the hot chicks come out Badger of murder the murder or whatever. I thought it was some kind of shit like that. And so then, alligator head bitch comes out. Then they thought, obviously, oh well, we'll just put the hot chick back in the thing, and then they'll come out as the dude again, right? But yeah. then they come out super horny. But then, if Mike, they, if they have, you didn't give me any prep on this. You could have sent me a fucking paragraph i would if, have had plenty more things to say if I didn't they want to have sex if the the lady has sex then they become an alligator monster oh and then so there's these alligator monsters running around that they're shooting with ray guns but then when they shoot them in the ray gun they like come back it's a fucked up movie jody you got to check out repligator it's it's far out man that brett he's uh he he's a, a unique voice. In well, he film. didn't write. He didn't write. He, he looked like such a civilized it. older guy with his fucking perfectly lined white beard and like he had fine he paintings fly on the as wall. Fuck, didn't he? He, look, did. he looked like a zaddy. Fucking suave <laughs> motherfucker, dude. Yeah. I said shit twice and I felt bad. I was like, I'm not gonna say any more things because I don't want to offend this poor guy. You fucking prick. This guy's got low budget like spank bank porn. Guys, guys, it, don't give Jody any shit about not knowing about Replicator. He found out he was doing the show about an hour ago. So that's okay. I, I'm gonna check it out now. See, now you sold me on the idea. I love titties. I love alligators. <laughs> guys, we did it. Uh, Replicator. It's coming out on uh, September 26th on Blu-ray. Uh, get your pre-orders in now because it's it's really something you're gonna want. Oh, thanks, Jody. Po' Boys podcast, the the Rubberneckers. Who you got on the Rubberneckers coming up, Jody? You got anybody good coming up? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be Delvin Cox. Oh. I had another plan, and I, I don't know if it's going to work out because Delvin is my, my sole brother, and I think he's going to save me at the last minute. You, so you hopefully. Can't go wrong with Delvin. Delvin's good people. Can't go wrong with Delvin. He's like peanut butter and jelly. I love Delvin Cox. He's my brother. Go to check out Delvin Cox. Buy his Patreon. Go to ArizonaBayCoffee.com. Try out the Big Black Cox. It's a special espresso blend made specifically for Delvin, and he gets a dollar for every bag. He's an advertisement machine, isn't he, John? He is. What what uh what uh what type of jelly you prefer there? What? What type of jelly do you prefer? Jelly? I like a Concord grape jelly. Regular yeah. ass jelly. Yeah. The yeah. grape jelly. Crunchy peanut butter, right? Absolutely no, not. No, if I want peanut, crunchy peanuts, I would eat gross. peanuts. No, creamy peanut butter, great. What the jelly. fuck? It's butter. It, butter doesn't have chunks in it, you fucking savage. Yeah, that's Are you crazy? You ever use that apple butter? That's pretty good, too. Jody, you know what I got at that? A little, little crunchy peanut butter, a little apple butter. You know what I got at the Dollar Tree the other day? They I'm offended. Had, Drunk seems like a motherfucker that would eat crunchy peanut butter. Really? I think anybody who eats crunchy peanut butter might be certifiably. They insane. had a, a cinnamon toast crunch spread. It's like yeah. peanut butter. I would but try it's cinnamon that. Toast crunch sure. spread. I don't know what to put it on yet. Toast. Just spread. put it on a piece of toast. You think? Yeah. Just stick your goddamn finger in there and eat it. Like <laughs> right. Here's <laughs> boozle of it, like you would some peanut butter. <laughs> try everything. Try a burrito. You know, get a popsicle and dip it off in there. There's no rules, Mike. You're a grown-up. You can do whatever the fuck a you want. A tortilla chip. Listening to this installment of WFOD, our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub file. 
Please take a moment to tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, or any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Get a hold of the show by phone at 636-487-HAND or email any of our names, Mike, Travis, or Drunk at WFOMix.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Benny Michaels, Jim Chadman, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor for as little as a dollar a month and get episodes before everyone else by signing up at patreon.com slash WFODicks. Our entire catalog can be found at WFODshow.com, or you can subscribe to our RSS feed on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or any podcast player. Check us out on social media at WFOD Show on Twitter or Instagram or WFO Dicks on Facebook or YouTube. We will return next week, but really, we're never gone. tell me that you bought the chocolate bar we'll have to do that next week yeah no we're not gonna have time to do that this week look at how big that is though it's a large large it's really rich too that's why i was hoping to get the dark one (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were like two for five or something so uh or two for six so we got the sea salt caramel one and me and Laura uh, munched on it for a couple of days. It was pretty good. <clears throat> a couple of days. Well, yeah, you know, you just have like no, I know. a little I'm, piece. And whenever I have chocolate, I mean. You have a little piece. Now my wife, she'll put out that whole bar in about eight minutes. 